Hello everyone and welcome to another JROX Lawn Care and Gardening podcast. This is episode 003 and here we are talking about advice for starting your business. Okay, so although it is named for starting your business, this might also just help those that have been going, you know, anyone really, anyone that's been going six months or if you've been going five years, there might be some things in here that you know, I've maybe thought of that you haven't or that I've picked up along the way and you haven't. Uh, equally, it's all helpful advice, isn't it? And it's just the main reason behind this is it seems every time I've kind of make a push on social media for, you know, a story or whatever it might be over a day's work, I seem to get a lot of questions coming in asking, hey, Jay, if, if there's anything you could advise for just starting a business, what would it be? Or... You know, I've been looking at doing this on the side. I'm not quite ready to commit just yet. But have you got any starting points? And, you know, this, everything that I'm sending now, saying now is normally stuff that I send to potential people that are looking to start. And like I say, it's just, it's exactly that. It's a starting point. You'll do it your own way, I'm sure. But it's just something to go off. And, you know, everyone seems to put in the 10 pence at some point. And this is mine. So to start with... My first thing has to be, and you know, I don't know if this is ingrained with me through the military background or whatever it might be, but professionalism. Guys, I am telling you, this is so important. Now, whether whether you've been going five minutes or five years, I don't care. If you are not professional, at some point, it's going to bite you in the arse. I I just can't emphasise this enough. And... What I mean with this is it's anything from the way that you talk to a customer, you know, so your customer service, general manners that you get taught as, as a kid, I'm talking please and thank yous. Uh, it just goes such a long way. Knowing what you're talking about when you're going to do a job and you understand you know, you're going there to cut grass, you need to expect that. The questions that's going to be coming up is weed identification you know, what might be going on there, how to get rid of moss, you know, these normal questions that just happen and get asked all the time, I really advise that you just look into a little bit, but not just your knowledge, because that's a totally separate thing, and you know, you've got to start somewhere, but just how you look, the last thing you want if you're about to pay someone 200, 3, 4, 500 pounds for a lawn renovation, is for them to jump out the van in, you know, trackies with holes in, and I don't know, a top that's just absolutely baked, mud all over your face. Yes, it shows that you've been working. Yes, it shows you've been grafting. But it's not professional at the same time. You know, a good tip I always got told from the very start was take a spare shirt with you. So if when you're on the rounds doing work and all of a sudden you need to go in there and do a last-minute quote or a quote on the way home, one, you're not stinking, and two, you just look presentable. So professionalism, the appearance is so important because, and I get money's a thing and you know, some people might just be in a certain way, you know, each to their own, but if you can look smart and your attitude lines up well, then that is all, the customer gets it. You know, as human beings in life, we literally vibe off each other. If you've ever heard of like the mirroring effect, and what it is is when you act a certain way, you know, you're in a bar, let's say, because everyone's been through a situation, 
you're in a bar, nightclub, whatever, and someone approaches you, or someone's just in that room and they're shouting, aggressive, you know, looking for a fight, say, let's for example, and all of a sudden your back's kind of up and you kind of, you, you, your energies come into sync with each other, okay? Same as if someone approaches you and you go, oh, excuse me, mate, do you know where this is? You don't go, oh, I do one. You know what I mean? You're very much on the level and if they're asking for help in a nice way, kind manner, you're more likely to return that favour. It's same as with customers. You go there and you, you know, the way they speak to you, if you mirror it back, you end up becoming on a sync with each other. All helps with the professionalism. Make sure your appearance is tidy. Make sure your attitude's there. Next one, what's, you know, a very big one, and it's something I always remember asking people for, and even now I still get in touch with people about, and that is prices. Ugh, honestly, you could rack your head around this all day, all night, for years and years, and I can promise you, 5, 10, 20, 30 years' time, you could still turn up to a customer's garden, misquote it, and be done over by your price. Okay? So, what I'm getting at with this initial part is don't worry. It is going to happen. You know, there's plenty of times I've tipped up to a property and went, that doesn't look like a lot of work. That's an hour. And I've been there three hours and, you know, I've, I've lost out on money or I've knocked the job back by two hours because I've just been swept up in, you know, misunderstanding what is required. So, with prices... From the start, the best bit of advice is don't sell yourself short. You know, I started this business thinking, you know, this really immature, naive mindset of £15 an hour, it's all I'm worth, it's all that they'll pay, that's what I'm going to go in as. So my regular maintenance minimum payment would be £15 an hour. So whether I was going there to de-weed for an hour, it would be £15. If it was a small loan, then my minimum payment was £15. And that's the way I worked it. And don't get me wrong, this still massively helped me. But what it gave me within, honestly, three months was, this is hard. I am, and you know, there'll be guys out there listening to this now going, damn right it's hard, 15 quid an hour and you're doing that. No chance, I wouldn't get out of bed for it. And honestly, that's the, the realism of this, of, of this situation is that you soon, so you soon, learn your worth when your graft matches past actually not matches goes beyond that point of payment now if someone took me 15 pound to do a garden i wouldn't even look at it wouldn't blink an eye so anyway within about three months i then just on a personal level i moved it to 20 pound before the end of the year was up finish off the rest of the season doing 20 pound an hour and then coming into this year 2021 when I sent out my emails and all that sort of stuff, I decided, right, £25 an hour um, because I was at the point where I'm pretty much booked up because I do this part-time. Um, well, I am. I'm fully booked up already for the whole of 21. And, you know, if it's not £25 or more, then it's not worth me doing it. And as soon as you get your head around that that uh, mindset of you're worth this and this is my minimum bar, because I'm telling you, you'll get worried. Oh, they're just going to palm me off. I really need this work. I need to pay this bill. I really need this money coming in. But the lower prices, no offence to them, attract the worse customers. Don't get me wrong. You can get some some tubes that you know are rich, you know, wealthy. It's just, 
everyone in every place of society is that way but you know you're more likely to see it if there's someone trying to chase someone doing the garden for a fiver i just don't understand it it's it's impossible this will bring me on my next point in a second and you need to know your worth set a standard get your prices where you want them and then go from there but i suggest if you are starting out i will everyone that will talk to you will tell you stay away from hourly rates right it puts a cap on what you can earn that's true okay it's obvious but within your first three months if you do not know how to price there's no one in your area that can help and you just don't know where to go with it hourly rate is fantastic because what it'll learn within what you'll learn within that three month is that what you can achieve in what amount of time and how hard it is and that's what you need to be taking on and that's what you need to be thinking about here is right 15 pound for an hour perfect right they want me to trim that trouble over there it'll take five minutes it takes you 40 because then you get at night nice you're getting all the clippings up you're making sure that there's not a mess raking everything up then you're going to brush off the head uh, the shrub right all right there's a few missing bits gonna have to re-go over that area clean up again you know what i mean it's sort of stuff that you come across and before you know it 40 minutes is gone and you realize you know what you've charged you know 15 pound for you know can take you twice as long and that all becomes apparent as you're doing it and i'm telling you you do it in the beginning and you'll soon work out what's worth what money next is you've got to remember that isn't your hourly rate okay so i charge 25 pound an hour i don't always make 25 pound an hour but right you go in there and something let's for example takes me one hour and i've charged 25 pound i've had to drive there i've had to drive back i've had to make sure i've got uh, business insurance covered I've got to make sure that I've got tax on the van to get there I've got to make sure that after that 25 pound I then pay my tax off the back of it okay so I lose my 20 21 percent it is up here in Scotland I lose that off of it my equipment that I've just paid for that you need to service every year you've got the fuel that goes into the equipment or the battery charge times for electricity okay and you've got any extra work so when you're getting home at night after doing all them jobs You've then got invoices to smash out if you haven't already done them at the job. Okay, you've got updating spreadsheets. You've got relaying with your accountant. All this sort of stuff comes off of that hourly rate or whatever you've charged for that job. So in the beginning, I thought, you know, 15 quid an hour, that's class. But you're not working eight hours straight and getting 15 pound an hour every single day and some other company paying your way, feeding your meals, you know, making sure you've got drinks or breaks at the right time. No, the way I say it is if you're at a customer and you're there for two hours, you're working for, the, they're paying you to work for two hours. They're not paying you to take a half an hour break in between and go, it's hot, right? Now, I understand there's a time and a place for that. If you need to get a swig of water, all for it. That's part of it. But what I'm getting at is the price that you put yourself out as, okay, isn't just for the time you're there. It's to support your whole business. Okay, and the chances are you'll also have misgaps, all right? So you might, out of a three-hour period throughout the day, you might have half an hour traveling, you know what I mean? So it's not all actually earned. You're not actually earning every minute of the day, if you know what I mean. So you need to make sure the prices are right for what you're doing, and it's also covering the cost of everything else that you've got going on for your business. Now, next one being, actually on this, I want a quick story on prices. 
I was about two months into my lawn care business. And what it was is I got a, a phone call from this woman very close by. It was about four miles from home. Went to check it out and I'm telling you, her garden was the definition of a postage stamp. Now, the patio was maybe two metres by four metres. And the garden was probably, as in the grassed area, was three metres by three metres. Okay, with a border around it. Now, she wanted me in to do just the grass work. So I came in, we set up to do regular visits, all the rest of it. And on the first visit I got there, because she was landscaping a garden, she originally wanted the grass cut, which in my head, the way I used to charge it in the beginning, what I do it now, is for a very small lawn, I used to charge 15 pound. And if I was gonna trim the edges and basically, you know, turn the strimmer over and give a nice clean straight edge, I would charge an extra five pound. So even on my, because everyone would take that on, I was making 20 pound per small loan. And I'm talking again, three meters by three meters here. Anyway, got onto that, 20 pound is what I seen for that. She was happy with it. It was my minimum at the time. And what it was is there was a ditch down the right hand side and she was getting some landscapers into, it was putting like a walkway to a shed, I believe. And there was like three big rocks and I'm telling you about five weeds. Five, like, couldn't have been more than five. It was, they were literally spotted and there were these like big like thistles and stuff like, they were very obvious to pull out. And it was on fresh soil. So I came there, 20 pound, about to leave now, knocked on the door, excuse me so and so, I says, that's me just finished up, as I do every time I say, are you happy with the final result? She goes, oh, that looks amazing, brilliant. She starts telling me about her work, what she's got planned. And she goes, but I just, she lives by herself, by the way, with her daughter. She went, oh, but the landscaper's coming in to do this, and he, he just wanted this. Um, he wanted the sides moved, but I've tried to lift them, like the rocks and whatever else, and I can't do it, it's too heavy. I says, well, I'll do it for you. I says, I'm here anyway, I'll just grab it for you. And she goes, oh, really? Oh, thank you, and we'll talk money afterwards. And I says, yeah, no bother. Like, nice woman. And I was thinking in my head, I went, right, fiver. <laughs> and I thought, right, 20 pound for the grass, the edges, and I pull five weeds and move like three large rocks. I was like a fiver, you know, it'll literally take me 15 minutes, you know, for what this was, you know, moving a few things about. And I did that, knocked on the door, she went, and I'd done a bit more than what she asked, right? Because it literally, I think I spent about 10, 15 minutes in the end. And she went, how much do I owe you? And I went, Oh, well, the grass, the edge is 20. And I went, uh, that only took me about 50. I said, a fiver, five, fiver, all right. And I'm asking the customer, never do this, never. I went, fiver, all right. And God bless her soul. She taught me a lesson that day that I'll, I learned luckily early on in my business that I'll take to the last day of my business. And she went, five pound. She said, you just moved all that for us. She says, I needed it done by tomorrow and I wouldn't have been able to do it myself. And I was like, yeah, like, I'm happy to help, you know. And, and she went, she went, Sam, don't sell yourself short. She went, you're running a business at the end of the day and I've asked you to do something very last minute and you've really helped me out. I'll tell you what, I'll give you £45 for it. Are you happy? And I was, <laughs> as you can imagine, I'm thinking, Bola. You know, it took me 15 minutes to do this garden and then another 15, 10, 15 minutes to move these things around. I made 45 quid. At this point, this was my highest, you know, 
payment within a half an hour period and the money yeah great all the rest of it but the lesson i learned was more reward than what any currency could have ever given me she taught me that as the customer to turn around and go and she, she wasn't massively well off or anything it was a postage stamp garden she taught me look if someone else is in need and you're the person that can supply it you're the person that's in that corner that gets to dictate that price don't sell yourself short and it's that last phrase don't sell yourself short and there's people that still do this you know 15 years on and you can easily get wrapped up into it so what this is about is putting boundaries in place where you are in that position of higher power you are the expert you're the person that controls the game of chess that's being played between you and the customer and you know she's not regular anymore she ended up uh, a partner moved back in and they end up doing the garden themselves but they use my services all the way out through 2020 and you know i'm still very grateful now you know six eight twelve months or whatever it is on um that she taught me that lesson and she gave me that chance to you know to learn so that's a big one anyway next one tools <laughs> so tools is huge okay so when you're starting off you always have a limited budget everyone's got budget in mind sometimes people have no budget they're starting and they're going i need money i've got zero of anything and literally the best part of advice i can give you for tools is get as good as you can for your budget because you'll you'll understand if you don't you'll understand you'll learn this the hard way and that'll be that you know you'll get a bit of kit and it'll be on the cheaper side of things just to get you by you'll be three months in and it'll go pot you know you're halfway through a hedge and it goes man down and you've spent maybe you know let's say it's one of them combi ones off the online you know it's a japanese make or something 120 pound and it's got you know your pruner saw your uh, tiller attachment it's got the hedge trimmer it's got the strimmer you know and 120 quid you know the bearing it weighs a, a ton the bearings go within three months you know halfway through a job and then you're put in a place of emergency because of and i get that you don't always have an option but this is likely what will happen you'll get put in a place of an emergency where a customer's relying on a job being done your reputation is at stake uh, stake and you're letting them down because your equipment's went down and it's not because you mean to but it's just what happens when you invest in cheaper equipment so my advice is get what you can for the period that you're in within your company within your business and then develop as you go so for example i started my whole business you know what makes easily part-time you know any over a grand a month easy and um it's part-time very much so part-time about 60 hours a month uh and i started with roughly i think it was about 250 pound in my pocket uh to buy equipment and what i started buying i i got a hand-me-down rake that was maybe 40 years old you know it was split down the center of the shaft still got it to this day and it's rusted like nothing right i might put a picture up if uh, i get any feedback on this but and for 250 quid i think i bought it was the husk of honor battery 
um, hedge trimmer and strimmer. The 115IL, I believe, was a strimmer, and their hedge trimmer was the 45. And 115IL 45, I think it was. A very domestic range. But I got them two as a package, and I thought, right, I have got... <laughs> I've got a cylinder mower, right? What? Well, bear in mind, you can't really cut anything past 50 mil. And I thought, right, now I've got a hedge trimmer and I've got a strimmer. I can now do gardens. So I invested my money within one part of the game, what was hedge trimming and basically clean up work. Because, you know, I had like, you know, a little mini spade, mini fork. And I could do general tidy up work as well as lawns and small hedges. Small hedges. Okay, and what I done is I took on jobs that I could, I had the equipment to do. And then what happened is as I went along, I got some before and after pictures. This is great for the business. Always get before and after pictures. And when it came to a job and, you know, you're doing hedges six foot tall, no problem. I could do it with a stepladder that I had, you know, from it was left in the shed when I moved into the house. Little painter and decorator one. Got me about two foot in the air. And could do hedges up to sort of six foot, no worries. And then all of a sudden, 10 foot hedge, customer was like... Can you do this? I already had his property on general maintenance. Didn't want to look like I didn't know what I was doing. Yep, not a problem. That will be absolutely fine. Came away on the day and I swear it was the biggest... <laughs> the biggest struggle I've had during a, during a job, I think. Because I'm telling you, this hedge that was relatively easy, 20 metres long by, you know, 10, 12 foot high. I underestimated the height. I couldn't get to the very tops very well. It was like complete outreaching. Um, I was halfway up an apple tree. <laughs> halfway up an apple tree, trying to cut one end of it. You know, I had one leg on top of this, you know, like the handle part of the stepladder. One leg on that, one leg on the apple tree. You know, trying to cut this hedge. And, you know, it was all right equipment to do certain jobs. And then it came to this bigger one, and I just never... I didn't have the right equipment. So what I do, and I still do it this day, is I reinvest the money I make back into the business. Fresh equipment, full back allowance, bottom line money. And after I complete that job, made a good, took me twice as long, done a good job of it though, got some good money from it. And I thought, right, that has never happened again. So I then knew at that point, I now need a longer reach hedge trimmer. So I went for the HE3, the Husqvarna range, okay? So bought that. And I never invested into that until I needed it. So get what you can for your budget. And then when it comes to a job where you know you need something else, then invest. Because I'm telling you now, you go out and you spend 10 grand on loads of equipment, you'll be paying off that 10 grand with interest for so much longer before actually probably needing it. So that's my advice on the tools. Now, a really important one here is business, okay? little bit of business advice and this is my last main point google my business wow google my business if you don't know what it is it is the ability to type into google you know painter and decorator near me and john's painting you know will ping up on google as a top search and you know that he gets that little red dot on the little mini map john's decorating painting whatever Okay, that is through Google My Business. So what you do is you go onto Google, type in Google My Business, you sign up for it, they send out a verification letter that takes two to three days to get to you. 
depending on where you live. Uh, you verify it, show that that's proof of that you live there, and that puts you dot on the map. Okay. From this point, you also need obviously a home address, uh, a working address to go along with this as well. I just put mine as my home because that's technically where I work out of. Not ideal because you don't, I suppose, always want customers to know where you live or whatever else. But look, I don't have a yard, I don't have an office. That works for me, okay? And it's actually got me work, but that's that's a conversation for another time. So Google My Business, sign up, it's completely free. On the back of Google My Business, right, you can also create a free website. Free, and I'm telling you, anyone can make it. It is so simple. It literally gives you a template, a one-pager website where you get to put a picture at the top, the title of your website, services that you provide, and you can put out posts, pictures, um, you can have all your testimonials, all the reviews you get can be going across the bottom of the page. It's legit, honestly. It, it, there's nothing worse than searching for someone. Ah, John's painting, decorating, perfect. You go click on the website and they don't have one, and you think, brilliant. There's no information about this bloke. You know what I mean? So make the website. What's going to bring me on to the, a couple of points here? Reviews. This is so important. So important. Reviews are key, right? Because what it is, is when you're looking for someone, right? You need to put yourself in the customer's shoes. When you're looking for someone to carry out work, the only thing you've got to go off is two things. Unless you've been recommended by someone and then that's the third thing. But main two things. Pictures, right? Before and after pictures. Paint a thousand words, my friends. You know this. And the second one being reviews. People's written consent, not consent, but their testimony that you are the dogs just like you're saying you are. Okay? Pictures alongside written reviews, well-worded, high-star reviews can be the make and break between you getting a customer and you losing a customer. So what I do, for example, so I use QuickBooks for my accounting, my invoicing. Um, within that, I put my Google My Business review link, right? So you get a link that you can copy and paste. I put that within my text box of my invoice and I say, Hi, Michelle. Thank you very much uh, for taking on my services. Here is your invoice. Thank you very much for your prompt payment. Please see below a link to my Google My Business reviews page. I would really appreciate it if you could re uh, leave a well-worded review. Thank you very much. You know what I mean? And not only do I have that written part, but when I'm there and I finish the job and I knock on the door and I say, are you happy? And if they're like, yeah, oh, that's really fantastic. Oh, it looks so much better. I say, oh, that's brilliant. Oh, by the way, I've just set up this Google review page. Could you leave me a review, please? So I implement it at the start in person. I follow up then with the email, okay, when I send the invoice over, and it's there. All they need to do is press a button and then write a review and press OK. Done. So leave reviews. Everyone that you go to, get a review left. Currently, I'm sitting, not everyone does it, and obviously I've got a lot of repeat customers, but I'm sitting with about 25 five-star reviews, and within, I think it was three months of me starting my business, I went from non-existent on Google to now the number one rated lawn care and gardener in the area within a few months. That is the power of reviews, photos, and interaction, 
okay? It's all part of SEO, what we'll go into another time, what is search engine optimization. That's what pushes you, your profile, your business, up through the ranks of Google, okay? SEO. So along with that, what helps SEO? Facebook pages, Instagram pages, all with the exact same name as your business, okay? Whatever your Google My Business is, your actual business name, make that for your Facebook page, make that for an Instagram page, Twitter, TikTok, whatever you want. Personally, I've got it under TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Google My Business. I'm on five different platforms as the same bloke, okay? Same business, but it helps because everyone interacts in different ways, and when people mention you, okay, it all goes towards this SEO that boosts you, okay? The higher you are on that list, there's more chance that someone's gonna pick up the phone and ring you and take on your services, okay? Advertising, okay, along with this business route. So just wanna quickly touch on this. Google My Business, you've got organic advertising, all right? So this is just in general, sorry. So organic advertising is the ability to advertise your business in ways that doesn't cost you any money, and then you've got paid advertising. This is where you're obviously paying, like Facebook, for example, five pound, and they'll boost your post. You'll see this all the time. And basically, you can select whether it's an age, gender, um, location, reason for them being picked, or whether it's just anyone within a certain mile radius, whatever it might be. And you can basically pinpoint who you want to see your services for X amount of money. Okay, so advertising, you've got organic and you've got paid, right? Another um, example of paid advertising is Gumtree. Costs £8.99, I think, to put a, an advert on Gumtree. So in the beginning, that's what I did. I put a £5, a £5 advertisement on Facebook, just a picture um, that I made through uh, an application called Canva. Get it, download it, master it, use it. Canva is excellent. If anyone looks through any of my YouTube videos or even this podcast display picture, it's all made on Canva. And when you get pretty good at it, you can make pretty real, like professional looking stuff, okay? Word, paint, copy, paste is useless. Don't, please don't, please don't do it, okay? It's not friendly to the eye. So you've got paid advertising, organic and paid. And yeah, so paid, Facebook, um, you put out Fiverr, for example, for X amount of days, and it'll push it out to other people that aren't on your friends list, okay? So that will see it outside of that. Gumtree, paid again, out there for 30 days. That's another one I did. And then organically, actually, I used Google My Business. So I put before and after pictures on across all platforms, in fact. I left business cards in shop windows. Um, this is a bit, I think the return rate someone told me is something like, three percent you know so you hand out 100 cards you know you, you're getting three people call you up but at the end of the day you, you're spending 25 pound on cards for example and one job can make you that back you know so really it's it's not all bad um yeah that's right yeah and then another one that i used was we had google my business Oh yeah, and the other one is drop-offs. So leaflet drop-offs. Personally, I've not done this massively, but what I do is I carry business cards because often enough, 
people will approach me while I'm working. So when they see you in a garden or the next door neighbor comes out and they say, oh, you're doing a great job, do you have a card? That's why I have them. It's not to give off my services and advertise them around different areas. It's so that if someone comes to me, it's something easy to hand over. But what people do is uh, the five door rule. You know, you work at number six, um, six Slessor Street, whatever. Okay, right. That means you drop off a card number one to five and number seven to 11. All right. So you worked at that house in the middle, five houses either way, you drop off a card. And these are just little tips that you can go out and advertise your business. If you're struggling for work, it's just because you're not advertising well enough, right? Appearance, professionalism, and advertising will all come together to merge an ideal candidate for what the customer wants done, okay? It is so key. With marketing, you can really turn your business a 180 and really strive for success. I did this for all of three months, how to stop it advertising. Fully booked till the end of the year, I had a book and leave from a full-time job um, up to Christmas and I had to fit in an extra week for like tidy-ups and everything else um, just because I was completely full. Now, I'm running at a lower capacity than if you're doing this full-time, but it's the same sort of thing. Then opened up to start the year, 2021, the same process, advertising. Another one, sorry, free ways, Facebook Marketplace, okay? You can list it on there with selling it as an item. Um, you can get away with kind of putting up a business post. Put it on there. I've 10, 20 jobs I've maybe had from there. Also local selling sites when it's like, I don't know, Sunderland buy, swap and sell. Um, Middlesbrough, uh, all sales. You know what I mean? Whatever it might be, your local selling sites, stick them on there. And it really does make a difference. So just to go over them points, Professionalism, okay? The way you look and the way you talk, so okay. Prices, do not sell yourself short, right? Start wherever you need to start to be making profits and then go from there, okay? The business will come. You just need to believe in yourself and understand that you're the person that's right, not the customer. Tools, invest in, the, in whatever tools you can for your budget and don't overbuy in the beginning. Get to a point where you're making profitable, good cash money, however you take it, doesn't matter, and then move on and implement, you know, better investments as you go on down the line, okay? It's a marathon, not a sprint. And the last one is business. Google my business, get it, okay? Advertising, key, right? Use yourself on these platforms and really get the word out there for who you are. Right, guys, that is it. Take your time and build up. I hope this has helped you you know, I'm coming on these podcasts to just share my opinions, share my stories, share any advice and share the conversations I've had with others. Uh, so I don't know if you can sign up or leave a review through through the Apple podcasts. I'm going to look into this more. I think it's through iTunes. If you can do that and find a way to do that, I really appreciate it. Let's get this podcast bumped up for those in the UK. I'm also in the next few weeks going to look at trying to get maybe a guest on of somewhere and start doing some interviews at the same time. But Thank you very much for following us. Check out my YouTube channel, what is J Rock Lone Kane Gardening, where I go through everything and you get to see this beautiful face at the same time. And yeah, thank you very much for listening, guys. I hope you enjoy your day's work, smash the graft, make the profit, and I'll speak to you next time. Peace out.